Trip was about to sit in a recliner, and then all of a sudden, uh, gorgeous Sarah Jessica Parker cuts him off, and yeah. he's like, this is my recliner, and she sits down. It's like, she set it up in a way where I can't not, as a guy, I can't not ask a question. That's your, that's your recliner? And what, you just, you just hang out here? For how long? 20 minutes. Oh, the simplicity they just let of, you chill of a man. What's that? The simplicity of a man. <laughs> Having to ask questions. All you need to do is just put a little curiosity out into the universe, and Toss we gotta ask the there. questions. Toss it out there. <laughs> We're like a child. We need to know. Wait, like, why? Just let you hang out here. Why? Why? <laughs> There's big screen TV. You can watch the football game over here. You realize that they just let you hang out. What? I gotta bring these guys some coffee. Yeah, bring them coffee, and I can sit here all day. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love rewatching movies over and over again. And if you found us here, you probably love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we rewatch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have... Failure to Launch. And we normally start these things off with uh, like a, a reading from something from somebody on Instagram. Claire said, finally finished to all the boys three yesterday so I could listen to your episode today. The brisket joke got me when I watched the movie, so I'm glad someone else picked up on on it too and agrees that it's funny. So um, if you want to reach out to us, we love reading those. We love responding to people uh, on Instagram at Romcom Rewind. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review there. We also love to read those and we love to get reviews. And fun fact, if you leave us good reviews, um, more people find it a better <laughs> podcast. So that's a good thing. And you can uh, follow us on Spotify. So Failure to Launch is a 2006 romantic comedy directed by Tom Day. It grossed $130 million on a $50 million budget. Wow. This is the story of 35-year-old, that's an important thing, 35-year-old Trip. He's played by Matthew McConaughey. Trip is a charming guy. He is. Um, he's got a great job. He is a boat broker. But the catch and the conflict in the movie is that he still lives with his parents, dun, 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 Al and Sue. And they're tired of their mid-30s Matthew McConaughey son still living at home. So they get wind of this woman named Paula, played by Sarah Jessica Parker. And Paula runs a business where she dates men who still live at home and through some, I don't know, confidence building, yeah. social interaction. Self-esteem boosting. Psychological coaxing. Yeah. yeah. She convinces them somehow... Maybe she inceptions them <laughs> into realizing, hey, maybe I'm better off if I move out of my parents' house. This is the business that she runs. So Al and Sue hire Paula to date their son, Trip, and trick him into moving out of the house. I just feel really close to you. So where do you see us going? Well, tonight I see us going back to my place. <laughs> Trip, as long as you're up, son. Oh, come on, Pop. You two have fun. You live with your parents? Is that a problem? His parents want him out. He's 35 years old. He still lives at home. That is not normal. I've lived upstairs since I was three. It's going to take a stick of dynamite to get me out of my parents' house. And there's only one person for the job. I am a professional motivator. For many young men, self-esteem develops during a romantic relationship. So I simulate. And that's kind of our plot. I do want to shout out a few side characters to note, though, because there are a lot of them. There's Kit, who is Paula's roommate, played by Zoe Deschanel. 
Uh, she plays into our story a little bit because she's kind of like she wingmans Paula here and there <laughs> yeah. around Trip's uh, friends, <laughs> and as well Trip, his friends are Ace and Demo, played by Justin Bartha. He's like that guy in Hangover who gets lost. He is. Um, yeah. And Bradley Cooper. All three of those dudes, by the way, they all live at home with their parents. And that's our story. That's the lead-in for our story. What are your thoughts on this one? Failure to launch. So, okay, my thoughts are this movie was at a time um, when I think it was the sweet spot for 2000s rom-coms. And there were some really great ones to choose from. So I think that... It may be why it didn't get overall great reviews. You're speaking my language right now. Keep going. However, I do think it's a really fun movie. I don't think we really appreciated it back then. And we now take for granted the rom-coms that Matthew McConaughey was in. Because let's face it, he he is really one of the great male actors for rom-coms. And he just doesn't do them anymore. Yeah. It was a great movie, as well for Sarah Jessica Parker, um, to launch you know, herself into, into rom-com world. Um but I think overall it was a great fun movie. I literally wrote down what is so wrong about this movie. <laughs> Cuz like if you're listening to us, you're probably thinking the same way we were thinking that's like ah oh, like failure to launch really guys. I that that's actually how I felt when we were first doing this movie because like you said like I think around this time McConaughey, Sarah Jessica Parker, maybe they were getting like a little bit of a bad rap, a not deserved bad rap perhaps. Why? I don't like I, I think he was kinda like ghost of girlfriends past and like he was on this trip. Remember Fool's Gold? They were all kind of around oh, this time, yes. right? So I think people were like, Oh, McConaughey's doing another romantic comedy. Whereas I like I think if it came out in twenty fifteen, we would love yes, this movie. Yeah. I, Hysterical. Agreed. Like I think if Matthew McConaughey said tomorrow I'm gonna start a rom com, I read a script, I really like it, I'm gonna do it, every single person who yeah. loves rom-coms will go to that movie. Or, or like if this movie came out today, yes. we'd yeah, love yeah. it. We'd love it. For sure. It just, you, you grabbed, you were exactly right. It came out at a certain time. But it's such a good movie. Like, okay, there, there are only two things that I have a problem with. The pacing is a tiny bit odd mm. at times. Like when the blow-up happens, it not is. to spoil anything between Paula and Trip over the main conflict in our story. That's how I'll be vague about it. That kind of came a little bit out of nowhere. Like I remember watching, thinking, "Like, wait, oh, like, oh, okay, we're we're upset about this now. Okay, got it. I, I thought we were cool about it. I, I don't know. Everyone's pissed. Sure, he found out. Whatever. Um, aside from that, there are a few like slapstick comedy mm-hmm. moments. I don't know why he keeps on getting bit by animals. Yeah, it's sort of like it. Like it's a funny, cute thing, but it's also very. It's very two thousand and six. Well, and so you brought up a really good point. He gets bit you know, multiple times throughout this movie by animals, but the last time he gets bit, he gets bit by a lizard. Yeah. The lizard actually laughs. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, no, that's not a real thing. Like, that just took it from, like, realistic to, like, I don't get this joke as to why he keeps getting bit by animals, and now you're making this thing laugh. Like, I was like, oh, okay. That kind of lost a little bit for me. But but those are literally yeah. my only two complaints. Like Sarah Jessica Parker, phenomenal. Hey, I love stellar. it. Stellar. I was so surprised. Yeah, she was um, great. Yeah, the the I mean Matthew McConaughey. Yes, we're gonna yes. dive pretty deep into him, I think, because he was also really really strong in this movie. But like the side acting, you got Bradley Cooper, you got Zoe Deschanel as side characters. Yep, fan freaking tastic. Absolutely. <laughs> Kathy Bates as the mom and Terry Bradshaw. Yep. I've got a lot to say about the side characters, okay. but like th- this movie, yeah, like the pacing was a little strange at times, but that's really the only thing that I can knock this on. Everything else was such a good watch, mm-hmm. and it was a fun watch. Agreed. Yeah. 
Okay, so Trip is living the life. I mean, why would you ever want to leave? I wouldn't want to leave. He lives at home. Everything's done for him. New sheets, laundry done, breakfast made every morning. <laughs> Literally the life. He even has a plan for when he wants to break up with a girl. He brings them home and they see that he still lives with his parents and problem solved. They ditch every single time when things get too serious. You know, there was a, a great example of this when they're in the bedroom and getting down and dirty. And Tripp's dad walks in as if it's just another normal thing. Oh, hey, Trip, you know, blah, blah, blah. I would die if somebody walked in on me, especially parents. I was going to say, have you ever had a parent walk no. in on you? No. I don't live at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the past, had you in ever the had past, a parent? No, no, no. I had a parent kind of walk in. Oh. Like nothing was actually happening. But the parent thought something was happening. Okay. So it was this really strange, like, no, like the, no, our clothes are on. What do you mean? Like, no, <laughs> what, what do you think's happening here? And she was convinced, like, no, like I walked in on something. It was, but so it was awkward. so uncomfortable. No kidding. And I like, think, there's no going back. And I was about to say, I think that girl, I think my mom still hates her to this day. Just like inexplicably, irrationally <laughs> dislikes her. And we weren't even doing anything. Nothing was happening. That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. So Tripp says the reason why he breaks up with the girls that he's dating is because they've given him the look. Mm, yeah. I want to know, do women yes. have a look that they give? I didn't even finish the sentence. Yes, yes they yes, do. They yeah, do. absolutely. It's the... Um, <laughs> And but but here's the thing: the look is often followed by the question. What question? The question being, it's any combination of what are we, what are we doing here? Okay. Like where do you see this going? <laughs> yeah, any any style of that question <laughs> is normally like you see the look, and immediately as a guy, you're like, oh shit, I gotta think of something, because like then sure enough, by the end of that date, she's like, hey, so so hopefully like trip, you're locked and loaded, you got a response. Just gonna show them my parents oh my is what God. he does. But yeah, no, there's absolutely a look. Okay, interesting. And guys, I didn't know that. Yeah, and once guys see it, you go into you go into scramble mode for sure. Okay, like survival mode almost. Unless you like the person, and then right. you're like, oh, I'm getting the look. Okay, sweet. I'm still here. So yeah, okay. Ninety-five percent of the time, it's scramble <laughs> mode. Though to be fair, <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> what, what's the um that awkward moment? The movie with uh, Zac Efron. Yeah. Literally that. I wish they kind of would have done like a How I Met Your Mother style and dove into like, you know how they do that episode on uh, the girl with crazy eyes? Mm. Like I wish they would have done it with the look, you know? Crazy eyes often mistaken for the look too. That, that's factual. <laughs> you you got to learn to distinguish. <laughs> I love that there's a difference. Yeah, there is yeah, a difference. Yeah, I kind of wish like they would have taken it like like to at least shown like what the look was. Right. You know? See, crazy eyes, that's just like a constant thing. It's always there. You know, she comes around the corner okay. and it's like, whoa, oh my God. But like, it's not the look. She's just got the eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so moving on to the parents' backyard party. It's weird to say parents of the kids because they aren't really little kids. They're grown-ass men who are still living are at home. And the parents are old people. And the parents are, yeah, you know, and they're... 50s, 60s, you know, whatever. Um, wanting an empty nest, but not getting it. Anyway, the adult parents are having a backyard barbecue, and they're all talking about their adult children still being at home and the reasons why they still live there. You know, one's a flight attendant, so it would be unrealistic for them to own a house. Another couldn't afford anything as nice, so they stay at home instead. Can we talk about how adult children are staying home longer? 
like oh, nowadays. Yeah. Like I think, I think it's so relevant. I mean, after university for myself, I moved back home and back in with my parents because I didn't have a job yet and I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> like, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, you're right in that it's relevant. I think like this movie came out in 2006. It's only gotten more relevant. Yes, because people have only continued to live at home for longer. Yeah. Okay. I've I've got a few questions. For okay. You. There actually three questions for this movie. Okay. Is this the most attractive Matthew McConaughey role? Because I think he is a snack. In this he movie. is a snack in this movie, a hundred percent. I would think, yeah, one top two for sure. How to lose a guy in ten days? Yes, fool's gold. I do love how to lose a guy. Okay. I love him in How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, but he is definitely a snack in this movie. <laughs> so that... I like that. You, I like your reference to the snack. <laughs> <laughs> that leads me to question two. Okay. As attractive as he is, right. Would you still date him if he was in his mid-30s and lived with his parents? Yes, I think I would. Really? Yeah, I think I would. Wow, he's in I his think mid-30s. I would. Up front, yeah, I'll I'll take a swing at it. So t- take a swing at it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't Matthew McConaughey, would you be chill with a guy 35 living with his parents? I think the same applies. Re- what well, okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't lie. It's because it's Matthew McConaughey. Partially, it's because it's Matthew McConaughey. But partially, you know, like I'm trying to put myself in a real life situation, you know? I've Um, got a third question, actually. Okay. Do you know how long it took for Matthew McConaughey to take his shirt off in this movie? Okay, well, in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, it was probably five minutes. So I'm going to say maybe 10? Three minutes. Oh, less time. Three minutes. Oh, my God. Okay. Less time. Like, did he work that into his contracts back then? (laughs) Like, listen, I want to be shirtless in the first 10 minutes of the movie, guys. I've been working out. I want it to be written (laughs) in my contract. (laughs) Like, does he just show up on set, first day of shooting, shirtless, and they're like, "Ah, I guess we'll go with this. You know, he's already taken his shirt off. Why not? He looks pretty good. (laughs) I'm trying to think what, oh, was it? When did he? When did he take his shirt off? Do you remember? At what, like why? In this movie? He, yeah. Oh, because he was having sex with the girl, right? <gasps> oh, so it opens. They're right. at the restaurant. He's like, "Let's go back to my place." They walk into the house. And right. He takes his shirt off. What I love is that he <laughs> pretends that it is his house in all instances in the movie until yeah. the girl sees the parents. Well, he he's very subtle about it. They're like, "Wow, this is your place," and he's like, "This is my Mikasa." Yeah. Or like whatever you and know. He almost gets a kick out of watching their reactions when they see that in fact it is his parents house yeah but he does live there and it is his house but it's yeah. also his parents house. <laughs> <laughs> okay so they're meet cute from this barbecue one of the parents mm. uh one of the couples says you know what we finally got our son to move out um we we hired this woman to date him like you were saying in in the beginning of the podcast they're meet cute this leads into them heading to the recliner club To buy a new recliner. So Tripp and his parents, Sue and Al, they all go there. And this is where they have decided where Tripp and Paula will meet. She walks in, gives coffee to the guys, the owners, and she goes and pretends to relax in one of the recliners. And of course, Tripp follows her, uh, sits down next to her to spark up a conversation. Uh, Little does Tripp know that this is exactly what she wanted. He asks her out. And their first date is set up. You're missing some of the subtlety of the co- okay, conversation, okay. though. Okay, like, in. Trip was about to sit in a recliner, and then all of a sudden, uh, gorgeous Sarah Jessica Parker cuts him off, yeah. and it's like, this is my recliner. And she sits down. It's like, she set it up in a way where I can't not, as a guy, I can't not ask a question. That's your, that's your recliner? And what, you just, you just hang out here? 
for how long? Twenty minutes. Oh, the simplicity they just let of, you of a man. What's that? The simplicity of a man. <laughs> Having to ask questions. All you need to do is just put a little curiosity out into the universe, and Toss we gotta ask the there. questions. Toss it out there. <laughs> We're like a child. We need to know. Wait, like, they why? Just let you hang out here? Why? Why? <laughs> There's big screen TV. You can watch the football game over here. You realize that they just let you hang out. What? I gotta bring these guys some coffee. Yeah, bring them coffee, and I can sit here all day. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it comes the hiring the hiring of Paula comes with rules. So she says that she's going to be able to have him moved out. I think by June fifteenth. He's, he's smart. He's sweet. He's funny. We had a wonderful first meeting. I see incredible potential here. So all systems are go. Based on the initial personality assessment, I think that I can have your son moved out of this house and living on his own by June fifteenth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Once she puts him through a series of tests and he is able to, you know, get through them. Mm-hmm. So they are have a memorable meeting at yeah. the recliner club, get to know each other over casual meals, helps her through an emotional crisis, yeah. meets his friends if he has any. Yeah, gets the nod from the friends. Yeah, gets the nods from friends, yeah, and lets him teach her something. <laughs> yeah. So basically you find out what they like, pretend to like it too, and they fall in love with you. Do you think that's accurate? Yeah. I've got a question about the I'm going to let him teach me something. Okay. Is that a thing? That's a good question. Mm, I don't know. It depends. I don't think so. No? Okay. You want to learn about each other. So by doing something that's out of your comfort zone or that you're not usually doing is kind of something learning something new. You want to do the hobbies they want to do. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to have something. You want to have. You want to see if you guys have things in common or things that you've never tried before. Maybe you'd like them too, mm-hmm. which only creates a better bond between the two of you, right? I, I think in a way, yes, but not directly like, okay, we're going to sit down today and we're going to put together Ikea furniture. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Wait, are you implying that somebody's going to teach you how to put no, together Ikea I'm furniture? No, I'm just using it as an example. What, what date were you on that some guy's like, okay, babe, <laughs> you know what I'm good at? Ikea furniture. <laughs> First of all, that guy's lying. We all have our strengths. No, nobody's good at Ikea furniture. You tell me that my strength is navigating an airport. Oh, yo, Sarah is actually, doesn't matter the country, the language, she just inexplicably knows where to go. (laughs) (laughs) I will will say something else about the friends. Mm -hmm. How, like, you need to meet the friends and you need to get get the nod. Yeah. That's an accurate thing. Okay. I used to, um, I used to actually leave girls with, my one roommate. Oh, you mean including myself? Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's he was like yeah. a talkative guy. Mm-hmm. So I'd kind of like invite them over if I thought things were going well. And it's <laughs> like, hey, do you have do you have the capabilities to um to hold up a conversation? You know, because Small there talk. there might be where we're at a party or we're at an event or something's happening where I need to leave you and you need to be cool with being social. So I just yes. like I, I just leave girls with this guy. I'd go, I'd like, oh shit, I forgot something upstairs, and I'd go into my bedroom and literally sit on my phone for like five minutes Stop. to see what happens. That's what you were doing. <laughs> oh my I was god! Probably, I'm like, oh, TikTok wasn't around back. That was probably just scrolling through Instagram, you know. The worst. <laughs> so Trip's mom starts to make things more difficult for him, as per Paula's request. All of Trip's friends are over and they're playing video games, and Sue. His mom comes in and tells him that they're heading out and gives him all of these chores that he has to do uh, because she hasn't had a chance to do them yet. Mm -hmm. They're stunned, all of them, 
And Demo, Bradley Cooper's character in the movie, says, um, I think something's wrong with your mom. <laughs> I Personally, I think by the age of 35, you should be... Um, able to do your own laundry. Able to do your own laundry, but also like helping around the house. Like you're a grown-ass yeah. man. Like you, you have to contribute to the workings of the house if you're going to continue to live there. That kind of bugged me. And it is accurate because there are some parents like this, and it drives me crazy that there are parents like this. But like, yeah. Sue's over here saying we got to get this kid out of the house. Meanwhile, she's making him like five pancakes in the oh morning. Yeah. She's doing all his laundry. Like, obviously, he hasn't moved. I wouldn't move out of your house, me Kathy either. Bates. Heck, come no. on. You give me that for breakfast every morning. Sign me up. I'm there every morning. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Like, my dad is a former NFL quarterback. You know that about Terry Bradshaw, right? No. Yeah, the dad. Yeah. Played in the NFL. Oh, cool. Oh I my didn't god, now, I've got so much info. Wait, that didn't come up in your quick facts it at didn't. all. Didn't. Oh my god, girl, no. I'm gonna school you coming up. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't move it out of that house either. Heck no, I wouldn't. Mm. So he brings Paula to his yacht for their first date to impress her. Turns out he sells yachts, and that is not his yacht. Um, the owner's coming up the docks. I guess he thought he was out of town. He's not out of town. Before Trip gets into trouble, Paula whips out all of this yacht lingo and is honestly like the best thing ever. I was watching that scene and I was like, I know none of this, but this is really cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. Sarah Jessica Parker's character in this movie, um, she was just great. She was yeah. sharp. She was confident. I thought Sarah Jessica Parker like pulled off the role really mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Honestly, stellar performance from her. And yeah, her her character was just like really interesting and fun. It was. She was. She did a really really great job with her character. I I believed it. You know, I believed that yeah. this is is what who she was. Yeah. It was. It was really good. Um. So now enters the help her through an emotional crisis. Oh, this was hilarious. Yes. She calls him to tell her that her dog died and that she needs him immediately. He goes to the vet clinic with her and is there when she's crying because they have to put him down. So I guess he didn't die yet, but he was on his way out. Yeah, this this little dog. Well, not a little dog. It was like a retriever. Retriever, yeah. The whole thing is fake. Mr. Fritz was my best friend. Since he was a little just a little furball. He was too small to even jump up on the bed, and and now he's. he's he saved my life, you know. Yeah. And now I can't do anything for him. And I, she pulls it off very well. Hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> but I don't think I could pretend to do that. Like I like I I mean I love dogs so much that I just don't think I could use that as an example. The dog's not emotional... actually dying though, right? I know. You know that. He's <laughs> getting his teeth cleaned. <laughs> yeah, he was just getting his teeth cleaned. <laughs> Which she just like... needed Trip to believe that he was dying. I know. To keep her mind off of the recent passing of her fake dog. Here we go. What are we um, going to do? Instead of sending flowers, he brings her paintballing. And at the same time, she gets to meet his friends. Would you bring a girl paintballing? Okay, paintball. I would never do paintball on the second date. I don't know if I do paint if I would do paintballing on the second date, but it probably would be a date. Like I would go on, I would go to paintballing as a date. Here's the problem with paintball: is that like there's nothing attractive about getting no. welted with no, like you're normally wearing. A, like mm-hmm. I used to wear sweaters because you know. Yeah, the looser the clothing, the better. The looser the clothing. Mm-hmm. The, like, there's nothing sexy about it. No, and you're especially right. if you get hit with paintballs, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, let's. 
take some clothes off. You can see the bruises Let's that are all over bruises. my body. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're definitely not getting any action after that. Mm, that's a good point too. Yeah. You got to think about that too. Like that aspect of things. See, I used to do in like that, that one to three date span. Yeah. There, I would do a um, like a, a board game cafe. Oh yes, I know. I yeah, I, you were a victim of that I as well. <laughs> I, I was a victim of all your tricks. I guess. Yeah, but here's the thing: is that you go. You there. even had a membership card yeah. for it. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> yes, I had a membership card to a board game cafe I establishment. Well, I mean. Prior to me, I'm sure you did bring all the girls there as a date. So Great you, success rate. So exactly, and you <laughs> kind of had to get a membership. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's it's worth it for hey, you if you're bringing all the girls there. Every time you get a coffee, they roll a dice, and if it lands on like a six or whatever they deem it to be, you get another free coffee. So I need that membership card, baby. Two for I'm getting one. Free co- coffees. Yes. For uh, your date, it just makes you look cheap. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't see me do that, right? Like, oh, you go pick a game and I'll go get the coffee. Oh and then I'm like rolling the dice, God. like, come on, give me that come free on, coffee. Free coffee, let's go. <laughs> but like, I, that's much better than paintball, right? Because we're we're sitting down, we're close together. It's intimate, you know, you're having a little latte, a little yeah, caffeine in your yeah. system, so your senses are maybe a little bit heightened. I did actually have a great time, so I agree, It it's a winner. And then, wow, you know what? I had some caffeine. I'm a little bit amped up. It's like 10 o'clock. Where does the night lead from here? Great question. I've got a few options for that as well. Board game cafes. Great spot for like second or third dates. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay, so they go paintballing. It's spontaneous. It's adventurous. You get to see if, you know, if they are that spontaneous and adventurous. But it's also meeting the friends for the first time. I think this is very much a point where it is a make it or break it point in the relationship thoughts i think that's why she grabbed kit zoe de chanel to be a little bit of a social lubricant in case the friends weren't receptive mm. it's like men are like goldfish here's a shiny thing for you to look at and then you know when the date ends all they remember is hey like paula's friend kit she's hot that's cool okay the fact right? she showed up in heels yeah drinking drinking beer, beer. in the bleachers yes i love it <laughs> like her in this movie, she, I love her in this movie, her character in this movie. I'm going to get more into it later on, but good God, fantastic. Zoe Deschanel is oh on, she's on my Mount Rushmore of just actresses like Emma Watson, Emma Stone, Zoe Deschanel. They're the trio. That's the trifecta of amazingness for Devin. <laughs> I guess Paula has more than one fake relationship on the go. She's in a coffee shop meeting with a new prospective client and is caught by Ace, Tripp's friend. Dun, dun, dun. In exchange for his silence, she agrees to set him up with Kit on the date because Ace and Kit, they meet at the paintballing and... Ace Kit, is hammered. Yeah, yeah, Kit wants nothing to do with him, doesn't even offer him a beer. It's amazing. <laughs> that whole scene is phenomenal. But little do we know that Ace goes and tells Demo, and Demo in turn tells oh, Trip about God. it while they're playing basketball. Is he a terrible friend? Is Demo a terrible friend for telling Trip that his parents hired Paula to date him so that he'd move out? I was going to ask, is Ace a terrible oh, friend? Oh, yeah, no, Ace for- is a terrible friend, okay. 100%. <laughs> That's besides the for point. Blackmailing Paula. 100%. Into getting a date. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> into ge- blacking, blackmailing Paula into getting a date with Kit, then turning around and telling Demo anyway. And then turning yeah. around and telling Demo. Horrible. Yeah. Demo, though. Ace, what do you think? You're an ass. No, I think Demo had to in that situation. I think he had to, but I also think he felt like he was in hot water. So part of this conversation is also Demo had told Paula the reason why 
um, why Trip right. has can't find an emotional connection with a woman and only lets it go on so far is because he was engaged to somebody who passed away. He's he's a little bit emotionally broken. Fair enough. And Demo wasn't supposed to tell Paula that. And I think in that instance, when Demo tells Trip that he did tell Paula about the story he's in hot water and so he says yeah well your parents aren't that much better they hired Paula it's kind of like he had this in his back pocket to just throw Mm -hmm. out there yeah I kind of like that storyline is that is that bad to say it just it rationalized Tripp's behavior because exactly he he was just you know not a shut-in but it needed to be explained and the fact that he went through a tragic event not long ago Mm -hmm. was kind of like a oh all right I suppose I can understand why that would mentally do something to you. So it rationalizes sure. his behavior a little bit. I think the movie needed that. You know, yeah. why is Trip like this? Well, here's why. Okay, makes sense. Well, and I think it also goes to Paula thinking like, oh, I'll have him out by June 15th. And she, then she's wondering, she's like, he's hitting all the boxes. Why hasn't he moved out yet? Right. And the realization of this emotional backstory is like, oh, this is why. This isn't what I normally do. This isn't usually the reason why they're still living at home. Right. You know, when she's trying to pull the shoot. But it's too late. She already has feelings for him. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting take. I, I liked that twist. This moves us into the dinner scene where Trip now he knows... He's making dinner for his family and has invited Paula as well. This is where he tells Paula and his parents that he will be moving in with Paula and staying in the upstairs ensuite. I'm not understanding. You want Paula to move in here? Yes! It's the perfect solution. Mom, Dad, you like her. Paula, you like them. We're all going to be right here together, under one roof, a big happy family. I'm telling you, I'm getting really excited about this. Whoa, 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 wait just a second. Take a deep breath here and Trip, take... Trip, I just think that we should probably talk about this, just because it's a, it's a big idea. And... Honey, I've given this a lot of thought. All right, it'll work. And the best part about it is, Mom, Dad, you won't have to keep paying Paula to be my girlfriend. This turns into him telling that he knows about the little deal that they have going on and that he's done with their shit and he's moving out anyway. That was kind of, that, that was an interesting, I, like, I'm going to make this feast just so I can be vindictive to everybody yeah, in my life. Exactly. <laughs> like, when it was happening, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess this makes sense, but it's definitely odd. It was, yeah, it was an odd placement. Like, I... They didn't even really even they didn't even have a chance to explain. No, and you know? and that's where the pacing got a little strange in this movie. I'll be honest, the only guy with the gravitas to pull that off is Matthew McConaughey. Like the scenes were unfolding and I was confused, but I'm like, ah, that's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> well, he's like, you know what, guys, I got a toast. I just, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I that just can't good. contain myself. And <laughs> I was still engaged, but I was confused. It was a confused engaged. It was it yeah. was confusing because you almost had to read between the lines of what was happening. Like you're like, oh, he knows and he he's knows doing this to get back at them right. okay like you kind of had to like quickly catch up yeah to understand what was happening yeah. the meeting of the minds takes place so basically trip has moved out paula is moving back to her hometown and al and sue call like i said the meeting of the minds and they all devise a plan to get trip and paula back together they capture them both in Philip's house and they make them talk. But you'd think that like once she opened the the closet door to find him tied up, that she would untie him. They're locked in there anyway. They can't leave. But no, she keeps him in the chair, tied up, just takes the tape off of his mouth. But the best part... No, I wouldn't untie him. What you are you wouldn't? talking about? You'd, you'd untie him? Well, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, probably. No. Why? <laughs> 
I don't know. You were a little bit of an asshole. I kind of want to leave you tied up a little bit. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough, I guess. I'm, I'm with Sarah Jessica Parker on this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the best part of all of this, though, is that in Philip's house, he has cameras set up everywhere, which is a little bit creepy. Um, yeah. But they're live streaming the entire conversation that Paula and Tripp are having on big screen TVs in the restaurant that they're in. I like this sports bar that they're hanging out in. This is this was a good like a good twist. I yeah. really liked that. Everybody watching it oh, on my, the big screen. And, and then like the so crowd funny. getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and then everyone in on it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah. It was so good. It was a fun little twist, yeah. Yeah. So the movie all ends well and good. They're sailing together on a boat. Yes. Kit and Ace are now together. They're dating, bird watching. Uh Sue and Al, they uh, just did it on their new recliner. <laughs> And uh, Demo and his new girlfriend from the restaurant where they were screening the uh, conversation are somewhere traveling. Everybody ended up happy. They ended up happy. Overall, this was a really good watch. I was so pleased. It was pleasantly surprising. It was pleasantly surprising. I don't know why this movie got a bad rap back then and why I still thought it wasn't an amazing movie. Same. Like, yeah. it's, it's not up there on the hierarchy of the most amazing romantic comedies of all time. For but, sure. like, I'm going to give it a solid stamp of approval. This is very rewatchable, which we will dive more into in a little bit. Yeah. Quick facts. Let's do it. Matthew McConaughey was 35 years old in this movie. Oh, he actually was 35. He That's was. fun. And Sarah Jessica Parker was 39. The roles of Trip and Paula were written for Zach Braff and Amanda Peet. Matthew McConaughey is like charming and attractive. Zach Braff is just charming. Not to say that he's not attractive, but like, it's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, you Come can't on. go wrong. Yeah. You can never go wrong. Yeah. So Tori Spelling, Reese Witherspoon, and Brooke Shields were all offered the role of Paula, but they turned it down. I could see Reese Witherspoon definitely doing it. Yes, big yeah. time. I can't see I can't see Tori or Brooke doing it, nope. but I definitely can see Reese Witherspoon. We all know that Sarah Jessica Parker was in Sex in the City, but did you know that Matthew McConaughey appeared in an episode in, in season three, episode 13, titled Sex in the City, Escape from New York? It was in 2000, and he played himself. He played Matt. Uh, that's funny. Bradley Cooper also starred in an episode of Sex and the City with Sarah Jessica Parker in 1999, titled They Shoot Single People, Don't They? <laughs> Robert Duvall was originally going to play Al. However, he was replaced by Terry Bradshaw. Both Justin Bartha and Bradley Cooper, who played Tripp's friends, appeared in the Hangover trilogy. Yes. The minor league baseball game that Tripp takes Paula to is a home game of the New Orleans Zephyrs. The BB gun that Ace and Kit used to shoot the Mockingbird is a Red Rider. And in the rock climbing scene, one of the climbers wears a helmet with the number eight on it, resembling the racing number used by Dale Earnhardt Jr. Best scene. Best scenes. The paintball fight. Oh. Uh, like, that is a key moment in this movie that, for whatever reason, I strangely vividly remember. Interesting. I think you're right. It was it was at a pivotal point pivotal point in the movie where like she needs the um the 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 friends to you know be on her team kind of thing but also just like mid-2000s paintballing was a thing like that was a lifestyle <laughs> i had a lot of friends who were obsessed with paintball really so to see it in this romantic comedy i'm like wow like this is cool like paintballing is a <laughs> thing wow my best scene is uh, the outdoors shop when Kit is uh, oh trying to buy a BB, or I think she's just trying to buy a gun. She's trying to buy a shotgun. Um, to kill the annoying mockingbird that is sitting outside or who has made a nest outside of their house, and it's driving her wild. Yeah. It's driving her nuts. Um, she is flipping hilarious. Who's the guy? So I'm actually going to talk about him in my honorable mentions right after this. Oh, okay, Rob great. Cordry. Keep going. Oh, okay. Just 
the interaction between the two of them, the sto- like the story of that scene, just the writing, it was just so funny. And Zoe's delivery or Kit's delivery of of her line, like it's just phenomenal. Like I can't, I couldn't stop laughing. And it was just awkward, but really funny. And her character in this movie is just odd, but you yeah. love her. You know, I just, it was such a funny, funny scene. I like when you get two kind of off pace comedic actors because Rob Corddry is, he's got, he's got a certain delivery. Both Zoe Deschanel and Rob Corddry are very like dry, deadpan. And it was just fun to see these two strange comedic actors going back and forth in this scene. <laughs> you can't kill a mockingbird. Why not? Well, for one, there's the book to kill a mockingbird. Oh copy of that too right here no it's not a manual <laughs> on how to kill mockingbirds it's a classic american novel how do you not know this i know a lot of other things between the gun no yes i'm not going to sell you this gun mockingbirds are protected under the federal migratory bird treaty act killing one is a crime look this is insane i have rights to you know or maybe you haven't heard of the sixth how? amendment the right to a speedy and public trial was really really funny it was um honorable mentions honorable mentions this is a wow that person's in this movie kind of movie and i think i'm gonna make a prediction that this is the most award-winning romantic comedy of all time and i'm gonna go through really the list. besides matthew mcconaughey mm-hmm. who did you know he might be running for governor of texas i did see that yes yeah. okay he's also won some academy awards okay we have kathy bates an Academy Award winner, two Primetime Emmy Award winner, two-time Golden Globe Award winner. We have Terry Bradshaw, the father, four Super Bowl wins. Wow. Yeah. I know. You're shocked. I am. Who did he play for? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah, I think he won like four in a six-year period. Wow. Yeah, man, he's really- It's like a dynasty. He's a big it's deal. Like the Patriots. Bradley Cooper- Eight yeah. Academy Awards, a Tony Award, two Grammy Awards, um, the Hangover guy. Wait, Bradley Cooper has two Grammys? Yeah. Oh, Silver Lining. A Star is Born. Oh, a Star is Born, right. What's that song? <gasps> yes, With yes. With Lady Gaga. Uh, yeah, I can't remember what it's. Yeah, but I know what you mean. Oh, okay, because I was like, Grammys, really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he had the song. Remember the song where it looked yes. like Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper were literally going to have hot, dirty sex yeah. on stage together? Yes, yes. Yeah, that song. That's okay. the one he got the Grammys for. Gotcha. They probably just gave him the Grammys just because it was so like, whoa, God, like, if you guys, if we give these to you, will, will you not have sex like right now on the stage? Okay, here you go. Here's a Grammy. Goodbye. Um, Zoe Deschanel. Patton Oswalt's in this. He's the guy that... Um, Paula is on the date with when Ace finds them. Patton Oswalt oh, yes. is amazing. Oh my god. Yes, he was he's so good in AP Bio. He yeah, he's a a, a stand-up comedian. Yeah. He's directed some stuff. He's written a lot of good things. Rob Corddry is there as well. Yeah, it's just like I I think a star-studded cast. A star-studded cast and award-winning cast deserves an honorable mention. And they were all very very strong. I have three honorable mentions. Whoa. Okay. Zoe Deschanel's character Kit in the movie. Okay. I think you just have to watch the movie in order to understand how great mm, she is. She's so good. The Mockingbird. The Mockingbird gets the an Mockingbird gets an honorable mention okay. because it is talked about throughout basically the entire movie of this dang Mockingbird. That's yeah, a recurring thing. And Ace gets his hands on a BB gun and they try to, well, they hit it. They do get they do get it, knock it they out of the tree, kill it, yeah. and then they bring it back to life. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah grief stricken and they like realize what they did and then they'd bring him back yeah 
The last one I will mention is I want to go through some of the top worst male names in rom-coms. Oh, Trip. Yeah, Trip is one of them. I would also like like to tag um, Demo in that as well. Well, Demo's I, a nickname, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know it would have to be <laughs> because I don't know what it would stand for. Demolition? Demolious? I don't know. Yeah. Demolition? Like, I don't know. Chaz from Wedding Crashers. He, Whoa. Will Ferrell. Chaz. Chaz. Yeah, Chaz. With two Zs. Chaz is trying to steal your girlfriend. Yeah. 100% yeah. of the time. Um, The Chad. Charlie's Angels. Dylan Saunders' boyfriend. The Chad. The Chad. That's right. The Chad. Um, Alduis Snow. Oh, that's a great nickname. What are you talking about? It's not a nickname. Aldous Snow. Aldous Snow. Oh, no, but it's a great name. Yeah. yeah. I love that one. And Prince Humperdinck from Princess Bride. Prince Humperdinck. Yes. I've actually never seen Princess Bride. I can't believe you've never seen Princess Bride. Prince Humperdinck. Is that like ironic or is that... You'd have to watch the movie. Okay. We'll put it on the list. <laughs> Yeah, Chaz is definitely the worst, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything about Prince Humperdinck. He might be the worst, but Chaz, <laughs> Chaz wins. What should have been? I don't have any what should have been. Everyone ended up with somebody. Well, yeah, I don't have one either. Everybody ended up with yeah. everybody. Um, yeah. Rewa- Patton Oswald hopefully ends up with somebody. Yes. <laughs> Rewatchability. Chemistry, four. Storyline, 3.5. Thirst Factor, five. Imagination, three. Soundtrack, two. Cheese, four. Total score, 3.6. You're not loving the, the imagination? It's at a three. It's in the middle of the pack. Okay, okay. Mine is uh, chemistry, a three. Storyline, a 4.5. Mm. Chemistry, a three. I, like, I just didn't... They're both attractive people. I just didn't feel like they like wanted to tear each other's clothes off all okay. the time. You know what I mean? Which is why Thirst Factor, 4.5. And like four of those points are just Matthew McConaughey taking his shirt off. Agreed. He's uh, a snack. <laughs> Imagination, 4.5. Soundtrack, a 4. Cheese, 4.5. For a total score of 4.1, Sarah. Wow. Yeah. Almost 4.2. I, I really enjoyed this movie. It was very good. I enjoyed it as well. It was shockingly good. And if you're listening to this podcast thinking, they're lying. I know Failure to Launch. I watched it when it came out. It wasn't that good. Rewatch it. Genuinely. It, it's a strong movie. And this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of Failure to Launch. Uh, make sure you follow us on Spotify if that is where you are listening uh, right now as well. Apple Podcasts, please subscribe like we said off the top. Please leave us a review as well. We love reading those. And if you want to reach out, you can do that through those reviews or you can follow us on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. Thanks for listening.